Thank you, Ann. Uh, Cam, uh, what, when you sat down for Thanksgiving, what, what, what was the first thing you put on your plate? Um, luckily, my fiance did nice. You know, I got home for dinner uh, late. She already had it made for me. You know, got it out of the fridge. But some turkey. And I actually ate the uh, yams first. You know, so I had some turkey and some yams and everything. So that, that was nice to come home to. <laughs> I, uh, I, I hope you had a great day um, yesterday or last night when you got home to to spend it with her. So that's cool. And um, let's talk a little ball. Absolutely. Um, so we were just talked to Mick Lombardi, the wide receivers coach. And I asked him about Dante Moncrief. And one of the points he made was like, it wasn't just at receiver, you know, he showed up in the special teams room. So maybe, you know, it's almost perfect timing with you coming in. What did Dante show you special teams wise that maybe helped him uh, get elevated there? Yeah, you know, he, he's done a good job for us. You know, if you go back through his history, he played on teams early in his career. So that's something you always do. Anytime you get a new player in um, on the roster, you got to go back and look at what they've done in the past as well. So, you know, you've seen places. He's played out there as a gunner, actually. He's played in the vice. So he's done a lot of different things in teams early in his career. So then you just look at what tools and tool sets he has. So we put him in positions. Um, and he did a really good job. Which, you know, was into the game plan, knew what was going on. Um, and that goes back to practice, whether you're on the practice squad or – you're a guy that's, you know, on the active is if you're showing up and you're doing the right techniques, maintaining leverage, you know, you're sustaining your blocks and you're doing that every day at practice, that's going to make notice. Um, and if you're blocking guys, if you're on our, you know, look squad and you're blocking guys on the other unit, that just shows up. It's like, all right, well, now we got to move him over and put him in position. So one thing we try to do is anytime we get a new guy, we put them in the positions they've played before or where we think they may fit on our units and rep them on the other side. And if they show progress there, then it's like, all right, well, now we got to move them over to the other side. Um, so obviously he did well for us the week of practice, you know, took everything, was in the meetings, was in tune. And, and that allowed us for us, you know, to put him over on the other side of the ball. And he did a, had a productive game for us. Kim, um, Coach Jeff Rogers, Cardinals special teams. Um, what did they, when you study them, what stands out to you in terms of how they might present some challenges to you on Sunday? You know, when you, you look at them, you know, Jeff's in his 17th year. He's been doing it a long time at a high level. Um, they play fast, you know, and they play with a lot of effort. And, you know, they've got a lot of guys to the ball. So it's those second chance plays. It's the sustaining. It's the finishing of the blocks. You know, it's, it's not going to be one of the things where they're going to run around the blocks or you're just going to be able to hold your block for a little bit. You're going to have to hold your block the whole time because they're going to finish and compete. Um, and that turns up in every phase. When you look at them, they're coming hard on their field goal rush teams you know, off the edge, coming on the interior. You know, they're making seconds chance places on punt coverage, kickoff cover. So so definitely you can see the aggressiveness. I think it's an aggressive attitude mentality overall, which leads to the overall effort. Um, mentioning that field goal protection, um, if you recall a couple of weeks ago, you and I had talked about that. Um, it looked like you got Jordan Thomas, uh, you know, added to that mix. What does he bring to you out, out there? And, you know, on that, I guess, would you say the wing? Do I have wing. that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you look at Jordan, he's obviously a long guy. So when you're looking at teams at wings, the length is, an, is the biggest thing as a wing, because now you can really expand to punch out on the guy coming off the edge. And the longer wingspan, you may not be a tall guy, but it's really the length of your arms. So the wingspan right there, and Jordan being specifically, he's a tall guy with long arms. It allows you to get a little bit more width so you can punch inside and still get to the outside. Where if that guy doesn't come tight enough because of timing, and everything, how far they are away from it, they have to bend the edge so tight that if they go too far away from his arm, he can't punch them, they're not going to get there anyway. So just having that extra length 
allows him to expand a little bit further away. Now you're just sitting there punching two to one, and it just increases the timing for the kicker and everything. Cam, I just had two more. Um, you know, I'm always trying to learn more just on, like, you know, coaching points. And, like, you got uh, Justin Bethel. Yep. Been, been doing it for a long time. So he's on the vice against the gunner. You know, I think he got called for a hold. And it's always tough. You know, you got your, your hands on him, and you're, you're sort of on that fine line, I guess. You know, on that particular play, what what do you balance? You know, what are you coaching him basically on that? Not that he need, you know, he's been around, but I'm I'd be curious to know. Well, so it, it all it all starts with you know line scrimmage engaging the guy. Um, and, you know, we, we teach you know to engage the guy. You want to disrupt his speed because all the any gunner in the league is going to be able to run. You're not going to put a guy that's out their size because they're not worried about blocking or anything like that. So you're obviously going to match them with speed guys as well, which Justin obviously has enough speed. So once you're going and you're getting down the field, then you're looking to really engage that shoulder, all right? And depending on the return, you may be this inside shoulder, maybe the outside shoulder, but you're really working to engage the shoulder. Then if you can, you want to wash and keep pushing. So you're wanting to badger him. Now, if you can engage that shoulder and running by, great. But as that guy, what happened, you know, if the guy going down, he starts leaning, you can't pull him down. And that's where your issue is. Is I'm engaging and I'm pushing a guy. So I'm really pushing the shoulder to widen him, and now I'm trying to run him by, or if he drops his weight, then I want to grab his chest and fit up on him right there, just like you would be blocking receiver or anything like that. Now, as he breaks, I grab his chest, and I can fit up on him. But as he goes to lean, or he starts to, I got to let him go, and then try to regain it. Because if you push down, they're going to fall, and that's where you're going to get like a holding call. And and it just it's amazing to me how fast that play is. You got to make that decision so fast because of the, the speed in which both guys are Moving down That's the right. great, yeah. So I, like another thing is like when you're going and you're running is like you've got to feel as you're going with the guy his body demeanor. So when he feel you feel that transition of his weight, you've got to quickly transition your weight, which is why you got to be a quick guy, explosive guy out there because your reaction. That's why the gunners have the advantage is they're dictating what I'm gonna do to get to the ball, and they can see the returner. The other thing is you have to feel. If I'm going and I'm touching this guy, I've got to prif the returner with my right eye. In this case, if I'm looking this way, I've got to prif the returner with my right eye. I've got to have my left eye on the guy I'm trying to block. And as he's coming to me, I got to, if I feel him, then I got to let him go and get out of the way so we don't have that collision or anything like that, too. So, my last one, and I appreciate it. I learn more about special teams in these conversations. It's really fun. And I wish we could be almost like, Face to face, but through the screen, it's, you can it's feel a lot better face to face because then I could just say, "Come here and let me put my hands on you." And you let you feel exactly. absolutely. But but it's great. So I re I really appreciate it, and I think the last one I'm curious about is decision making on the kickoff returns with Gunner. I was a little surprised just at the end of that second quarter to see him take that one out. Um, you know, and then a couple others maybe um, that were not as deep that he didn't right. take out. And so um, I guess my my thought is like. When do you want him taking it out? And I know you've answered this a little bit, but maybe yeah. using that one at the end of the second quarter as a springboard to, to go. Yeah, so in those situations, you know, if you didn't take any out before priors, you're able to, you know, analyze, kind of see what maybe a team's doing or not doing, and you're like, all right, we'll make an adjustment before we actually go out there and return one. But at the end of the half, you just kind of decide, like, how much time is left, how much time is on the clock, or, you know, do we, if we get a big return here, can we go score? All right, if we don't, how many plays offensively based on the time, timeouts? That's a big factor at the end of the half is, you know, if there's a lot of time and, you know, then you're going to do, you know, maybe not bring it out. If there's only like one or two seconds and you can, well, you know, really what are you risking there? Um, so it's really a risk-reward 
you got to think of it that way as a kick return guy. And there's sometimes where you're like, all right, well, let's just take it. Let's go into half, you know, and let's not. So that one there in that situation, it's really time related or timeouts related. It's a lot of time factor. Anytime you're talking about returning at the end of the half of a game, um, you know, and then as far as like the rest of the game, that's just dictated. Like I said, um, get return by return, you know, how that one turned out. What did we see? What did we think we see? Do we go back to it? We brought, we, you know, we are to return the next one, um, you know, from the end zone. So just those things like that. And do we have a chance? Do we have the matchup? Um, but he's done a good job. We've got to continue to, to get better at that uh, from a schematically point. We've got to create some plays in the return game. Um, that's one area that from the schematic point, coaching point, we've got to get better. We've got to improve, you know, and then in the game, like we talked about, it's the time. How fast is the kickoff team coverage with the kickers hang times? You know, in a dome, it's a little bit easier. In all honesty, like, you know what a kicker's going to be. You know where they're at. You know what the hang time's really going to be. It's in the weather games or your outside conditions that you're sitting there. And I say weather. I'm talking just wind. Um, that you're on the sideline going, all right, this one's going to be probably 9 deep, but a 4-4 hang time. All right, probably not. All right, well, this one's 3-8, 3-9 hang time, 3 deep. Well, where's the coverage team in relation to that? So that's why you, sometimes you may see returns from one direction and not any returns from the other direction um, as well. You know, and that's just, you know, looking at the coverage and the kicker's normal pattern before going in that game. What is his average hang time and distance? That doesn't really change on game day unless there's just a significant win. And then at that point, everybody knows, all right, you're going to have to return this or not. Cam, thanks so much. That was a lot. That was really good. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely, Mike. Anytime. That's it. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Anne.